Fix Insider December 1st. AdTech. If you read one thing, make it this Wall Street Journal piece on advertising is dead. Long live advertising. A good piece on how retailers, streaming services and others vie to build their own ad business. You can probably swerve Elon Musk effing and blinding about brands who prefer not to place ads on a site where the CEO is spreading anti-Semitic content. But both Meta and Google are getting flack over their algorithms. The, Wall Street, Journal sought to determine what Instagram's Reels algorithm would recommend to test accounts set up to follow only young gymnasts, cheerleaders and other teen and preteen influencers active on the platform. Instagram's system served jarring doses of salacious content to those test accounts, including risque footage of children as well as overtly sexual adult videos, and ads for some of the biggest US brands. And Google continues to be scrutinized by Adlytics. Research by Adlytics, a digital ads analysis group, showed adverts from big brands and government agencies being placed on hundreds of GSP network sites in ways that violate Google's own policies. Some sites featured hardcore pornography and pirated content, while others were on the U.S. Treasury's official sanctions list. Adverts from the FBI, U.S. Secret Service and the U.S. Treasury were found on a Russian and an Iranian sanctioned website, for example. With brands walking away from Twitter because of content issues, are Meta and Google safe? Their responses to these stories seem a little weak. Fold in ad fraud and consider how measurement is still a challenge. We are reminded that the fabric of ad tech is sometimes very thin and there is still lots to do to make digital ads as effective as they could be. TikTok, Snap, and other apps call for new mobile measurement standards. New TV. The newsletter Puck has a good take on the Black Friday NFL game that Amazon orchestrated, paying $100 million to have the game take place. It seems the audience was only 10 million people, down on the typical NFL Thursday night reach which average around 12 meters. But what is the value to Amazon of 10 million people on the top shopping day? Americans reportedly spent nearly $10 billion online last Friday, and Amazon accounts for around 38% of all online retail sales in the U.S., followed by Walmart at just under 6.5%. Does 10 million people move the needle for Amazon? Are they training viewers that shopping through their TV is a thing? Geekwire watched the game and explained how the retail works. Amazon, and Peacock, are aggressively following IG, Snap and TikTok into pushing commerce. More on ad revenue struggles for linear channels with the C4 CEO citing a drop last seen in 2008. ITV spoke of a similar decline. As we have seen very healthy growth across GAFA this is a problem specific to linear TV. An illustration of this is the buzz around the Christmas ad for Charlie's Bar, a pub in Enniskillen. Shot on an iPhone with a budget of £700 it's won the PR war, with 3 meters views on IG and over 1 meter on TikTok, demonstrating that you don't really need a TV budget. Much of the reach of the usual suspects Christmas ads has come from YouTube views, fueled by newspaper headlines. The TV buy is for frequency and will prioritize short cut-downs of the full epic. In a year's time might we see these two strategies come together, epic Christmas ads featuring QR codes to drive sales? Byron Shop has been talking up short ads and fleeting exposures, in this meta-podcast. Short-form content dominates, with a new app real short topping app store charts prompting some to look back at Kiwi. This new app offers short dramas but looks to be more parsimonious with production budgets than Jeffrey Katzenberg ever was. It's ad-funded, but you can buy coins to evade apps. The Economist point out one of its shows Never Divorce a Secret Billionaire Heiress has issues. The storyline is choppy and nearly impossible to follow. To say the acting is hammy would be generous. Given how Chinese apps have spent huge sums driving downloads it's interesting to look at the TikTok ad library and see Real Short are running lots of ads but at very low weights and just for a day or two.
it's as if they are testing ads. I was bullish on Kibi and now think Katzenberg understood the consumer demand for short-form episodic content, but he didn't see there was another economic model for content creation. The noop scene in the UK is changing quickly, we covered how Channel 5 owner Paramount is to bring Pluto closer to C5. Now Fox-owned Tubi are expanding internationally and have hired a new EVP to be based in London. Netflix's $NFLX ad-supported tier appears to be gaining popularity in the US- in September, standard with ads accounted for tilde 30% of new signups, and nearly tilde 6% of all subscribers, according to Antenna. Good Samsung research on consumers in the anatomy of a streamer. Merchant. Reuters reports a record BFCM with 200 million people spending $124 billion, with online growing to $38 billion. In talking of the success of this year's Black Friday Cyber Monday the FT consider the risk of a hangover. Having conditioned people to respond to special offers, online retailers now run a risk that their bricks and mortar counterparts know only too well, jaded customers who refuse to pay full price. In the physical store context, that has previously meant shoppers who held their nerve in December could score deep discounts right before Christmas. If the same sentiment spreads to e-commerce, companies could be in for a heck of a holiday hangover. The FT looks at the dual pricing strategy pioneered by Tesco and copied by Sainsbury with Nectar. This sees members getting a lower price on selected goods and has proved very successful. Club cards are used in 80% of Tesco sales and Nectar has grown to 18 meters members, up 3 meters since April. The resulting first-party data helps Tesco and Sainsbury sell more expensive ads, with one analyst expecting Tesco to make between £200 million and £300 million from ads by 2027. This also proves the power of loyalty when done properly. Smart brands understand the power of retail stores to be brand cathedrals equals places you go to worship brands you love. IKEA and Lego have ambitious plans. You remember, people talking about, the death of the book, and now the coolest thing is the book, said Jesper Broden, chief executive of Inca, the main IKEA retailer. I don't want to be retro. But people want to have an experience, it needs to be a great day out. After months of rumors it's been confirmed that fast fashion giant Shine files to go public. Who is next? The success of Temu has seen their Chinese parent company PDD surpass the value of Alibaba, though to be fair the decline in Alibaba is more pronounced than the growth of PDD. But the success of Temu comes at a price, a VC calculates that Temu spends $4.5 billion annually with Meta, versus $2.5 billion each for Shine and Shopee. Brands on TikTok shop are using live streams to ramp up sales for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Amazon roll-ups in cycle of survival talks to boost balance sheets. How Amazon backs Superplastic is trying to transform its toys into synthetic celebrities. AI. A year into AI and this week proves we know next to nothing. We are all waiting for some statement from Sam Altman, which seems inevitable. In the meantime, Benedict Evans writes in the FT, the AI doomers have lost this battle. MIT try and unpack the hype around OpenAI's rumored new Q model. A good interview with the CEO of Perplexity, Aravind Srinaiva. It's a mistake to pick out one clear winner in the AI arms race, says Richard Kramer. And Google DeepMind are transforming the future of music creation. Fast last mile. Still lots happening with quick commerce in emerging markets, Zomato is India is raising funds and rival Swiggy is closing the gap on key metrics. Chowdek is doing well in Nigeria. Plus plus. United Airlines weighs using passenger data to sell targeted ads, Wall Street Journal. Amazon tops UPS and FedEx to become biggest US delivery business, Wall Street Journal. Boomers are doing more scrolling and shopping, GWI. 
a new age of accountability, the Digital Services Act and its implications for very large online platforms. Omnicom Media Group's Florian Adamski shares plans to outgrow the market. Roblox report, digital fashion is alive and well for Gen Z, Vogue Business.